Microsoft have finally done something smart and have announced when I can give them money. Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Matt, Luke, and Dan. Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. And a lot of it. But how much money are you going to give them? I'm going to be probably giving them probably around the thousand dollars. Okay, <laughs> all right. Australian nine hundred and oh, 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 okay, right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, the console only costs seven hundred and fifty. So you're just going to give them a nice tip? Is that how much it is? Well, all right. Uh, yeah, it's going to cost seven hundred and fifty, but it only comes with one terabyte hard drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to buy the expansion for it because. I'm lazy and I want everything just installed because I can never decide what I want to play. Is it an expansion or is it a replacement hard drive? I think it's an expansion. Right. It's an expansion. So it's not just plugging in an external because it's a, the new SSD, yeah. so there's a slot for it. And so I'm going to need one of them. And that's probably going to be two to 300, I'm thinking. The thing that I'm a bit dirty about that is, right, so you're going to buy that and it's one terabyte extra and you're going to fill that up. Like, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then yep. in a year, they're going to be like, oh, here's a two terabyte one, but you can't put them both in there. There's only one mm. slot. So, that one terabyte one is just just not useless now. Well, not really, because if they make it easy to sort of plug in, plug out, it's just like a disc, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, for one day, Luke. Oh. And then you'll just be sitting there going, well, I really want to play this game, but it's on my <laughs> other SSD, so I'm not going to get up. And I, exactly. I mean, it's in my hand, but the Xbox is over there. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> there have been times where I've had a game installed downstairs when I've been upstairs, oh. and so I've just got, and I've gone, well, I'm not playing that now because <laughs> I'd have to get up and move. Yeah. Real first world problems I'm dealing with. You live in a two-story house, Luke. I didn't realise that. Yeah, I do. Oh, mm-hmm. Fancy. Did you watch the uh, the leaked Xbox Series S press briefing? I haven't, but I did see bits and pieces about it. Mm. Uh, there's some strange information. It's like, you know how the Xbox One X, how that upgrades some games? Yeah. That won't work for the Series S. Yeah, see, I when they first announced the two, I was like, uh, look at, just looking at the numbers, like, briefly, the Xbox Series X is like shit hot. It's like, the, yep. the, that's the one I'm going to want in the living room because we have a 4K TV and it's going to be good. And I, the Series S, mm-hmm. I was looking at it and I'm like, that might be okay to have in here because this screen mm. is 1440p. It's not H, mm. not 4K, my, yep. my curved one. And so I'm like, that might be enough. But then I'm looking at it and I'm like, the the graphics card in the Series S is not anywhere near as powerful as the Series X, and then I saw they said, "Oh yeah, you actually won't get as all the graphical upgrades mm. for the games." Mm. And, and I was like, "Well, fuck that then." You won't get your high frame rate either, Matt. Yeah, right. Yeah, you won't be getting 120 frames per second. Well, it looks like I'm. I still don't understand. Looks like that. I'm also spending at least a thousand dollars on two <laughs> Xbox Series Xs. Yeah, <laughs> that's American dollars. Yeah, four ninety nine. Yeah. It is here. See, mm. I was co- contemplating buying two Series Xs, one for upstairs, one for downstairs. <laughs> but when it, I saw the price, I, I can't justify that. Yeah. See, I feel like I, I look at it and I go, wow, that's so cheap. Because I've only ever bought the consoles in Australia where they were mm. like, ex- they were, I'm, I mean, how much was the Xbox One? Like yeah, I had that. a brief moment where I was like, 500 bucks, yeah. yeah. Oh. And then I was like, wait, wait. Matt, Matt, did, didn't you just get given an Xbox One? 
Oh, I did originally. They came out. I did. The I most did. Matt Ham thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, no. I got it as a Christmas gift from from work. Um, when I, <laughs> yeah, you had a choice. You could get a PlayStation Four or an Xbox One. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fuck! Do you find these workplaces, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how I got my original one. Um, but I have since then. I bought another one because we've got Jenna needed one. So, yeah. Well, this time I have to pay for them. Unless listeners, mm. <laughs> Matt at multiplemedicine.com, <laughs> if you want to no, buy me one, Matt does not need any free stuff. <laughs> if you want to send me one, Microsoft or or a listener with a kind-hearted listener, I'll take one as well. Yeah, if you if you can if you can do two, maybe email Luke and if you can swing three, you know I'm sure. Dan I would mean, you know, it yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll take thirds. I still find it. <laughs> I find it weird though, because like the pre they've only announced when we can pre order, which I don't understand. Like, just go. Yes, you can pre order now. Yeah. Why do we have to wait till the twenty second? Yeah, it me. that is weird. It's right? not a long turnaround for it. Either like yeah. we pre-order on the twenty second, and then what is it? Five or six weeks, and it comes out. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe they just want to make sure that they're not taking anyone's money mm. when they don't actually have any units yet. But you just think, <laughs> yeah, like, right. hey, you know, we know the price, we know the release date. Why can't I just have one. pre-order one now? <laughs> why can't I just have it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've got prototype copies. Bring one to my house. <laughs> yeah. Here's a question, right? I uh, Game Pass. With the Xbox. You see that? Yes. So you can get Game Pass. What is it? I think here it's 35 bucks a month. You mm-hmm. get Game Pass Ultimate and you get an Xbox Series X. So they're doing it as sort of like having a mobile phone and being yeah. on a plan type of thing. So I need so to do the math on that. Every month. is interesting. They're making a lot of money. Yeah. I, I need to do the math on that because if it works out mm. the same, why wouldn't I do that? Absolutely. Keep the money in your pocket. It, it doesn't work out the same. It doesn't? Because that's only 20 bucks no. more a month than I already pay them. Like, and, and Yeah, it, but look at how long you're paying for. I 24 think it, months. They, they, yeah, they come out on top. Let me, yeah, you, I mean, well. It's even like on a mobile phone plan now. Like in Australia now, you're paying like 100 bucks to get a phone and your plan. And they're making at least like four, $500. On- I don't know, man. I just did napkin math, right? So I currently I'm paying sixteen dollars a month to for Game Pass mm-hmm. Ultimate. Mm-hmm. I will be paying, yep. based on what they're saying, thirty five a month, right? So that's an extra twenty bucks. It's not even it's an extra nineteen dollars over twenty four months mm-hmm. to get a console. Nineteen times twenty four is four hundred and fifty six dollars. That's not four ninety nine. Hmm. So plus don't forget tax. With the money that you're yeah. keeping in your bank account. Gaining interest, that <laughs> money is right. better can't off. No, no, I've spent that. I've spent that on games, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be right. Thirty-five times twenty. Because I think eight forty. I think their plan is wait, what? Thirty-five times twenty-four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, no, no. But that's you got. You got to. You got to subtract the cost of Game Pass Ultimate, right? Because I'm already paying that. Oh, I, I, I could forget about Game Pass Ultimate because I still got that for like two years before I have to pay so, for no, it. No, I'm so. paying sixteen dollars a month for that. Right now, mm-hmm. so thirty-five minus sixteen is nineteen. So that's all. That's all the extra for the console is. So nineteen times twenty-four is what the console is costing me. And I, I don't know to, to to get people on the next gen, get people using an Xbox. Like maybe that's a smart move for them. Maybe that's because they were looking at taking a loss, but mm. it's. I, it's a lot more expensive than I thought it was going to be. The, like the rumors were out that it was going to be like a, probably another $100 cheaper. Yeah, right. 
Well, that's probably why they did the Series S. I still don't know why I need a disc drive in it, though. <laughs> well, it's Blu-ray like, player. Give me the, the Series S doesn't have a disc drive, Yeah, but the Series X does, whereas the Series X is the one that I don't need the disc drive on. I think probably it's because of Blu-ray and stuff like that. People use it to, to watch movies. Maybe it's literally just for that. Do people still buy Blu-ray? Yeah. But no, here's the weird thing, though. Could, the people who are buying the cheaper version are more likely to be the people who buy games on disc. You're right. Yeah. Maybe, but you can't cheaper. have your more expensive version with less features. You just can't <laughs> yeah. have less functionality. I know, but yeah. in my head, the more expensive one, if you've got the more expensive one, they're more likely to be the people who are paying more to get yeah. the digital copy of the game, which they can't trade in. I'm sure they did a bunch of research. So it just seems a bit back to front to me, mm. but what do I know? This thing's big too, right? You've seen the size specs of this? It's like a, it's yeah. huge. It's a piece well, of it's a, it's a PC. It's mm-hmm. a PC. I like, actually don't know where it's I mean, going to sit. It's smaller than my PC, actually. Yeah. So I guess in that sense. But Although there's a lot of room in my PC now I'm looking at it. Because, well, one of the things I saw someone say the other day was that clearly they don't want to have to deal with all the fucking heat issues everybody's always had with consoles. Like that that had better not be a concern with this enormous mm-hmm. box. <laughs> like there's plenty of room for airflow. Bighotbox.com. <laughs> Until someone shoves it in a in a TV cabinet with a bunch of other <laughs> shit around each side of it, and then complains that it caught on fire. Well, I've had my, my Xbox One X has, has every now and again shut down because it's too hot. <laughs> really? Damn. In my old house where I had it set up, it would just because I had it yeah above the fireplace. But now, now I don't know where to put this <laughs> one because it's so big. Yeah, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> I don't know where soon. you're going to put that, mate. It's too big. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll figure something out. Yeah. 10th yeah. of November. 10th of November. That's not far. It really is not. And I'll probably, because of, when's Cyberpunk out? Uh, around that time. Mm. Uh, release date. The 19th. Okay. So I'll... I think I'll be able to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, finish that, and then mm. Cyberpunk comes out. Worked out great. New Night City Wire on Friday, just for those who are interested. Mm. I actually, I'm telling you before it ha- it's too late. You'll actually hear this before it happens. For once, I'm usually too late, but it's this Friday. Next week, you'll be hearing everything we watch at PAX in the next few days. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've watched a few things already. I watched a couple. PAX online is interesting. Mm. I'm I'm sort of enjoying it, but I'm also a bit sad still. Mm. It makes me miss being there. Mm. Like I appreciate being there a bit more because it's like it sounds dumb, but I'm less inclined to watch something that I might have found was good in the end. Yeah. You know what I yep. mean? Like there's be a panel there, like oh that might be all right. You'll go just because you're there. Yeah. Whereas here, if I'm like eh, and I'll I might just not watch it. Whereas if I'm there, yeah. I know that sounds stupid, but like- But also like being online, you know, oh, I'll just read about the highlights in about an hour once it's mm-hmm. been or, done. Or, or I'll just watch it later. Yeah. yeah. Like, whereas- And you don't like, have that where just- you're standing in line and you're talking to someone and they go, yes. oh, are you going to go to this? And you go, oh, what's that? They yeah. tell you, you go, yeah, I will. And yeah. you're missing yeah. out on that part of it. And also I've lost, I can't keep up my tradition of losing more tournaments than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> having tournaments, you could try and lose. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> I remember I, that footage of you losing the Halo one <laughs> cut out. <laughs> I was, was doing so hilarious. well. Yeah. 
there's still hope. That's still your words. <laughs> he turns to the camera and he goes, there's still hope. And they go, the no. Nah. nah. Well, my, uh, my biggest memory of PAX is um, having to go and look for Dave uh, when he wandered off, got stoned, uh, and then got lost in our own hotel. So, <laughs> then slept in our, I mean, I guess that could happen with the, with the stuff online, but, you know, it's not nearly as yeah. interactive. One thing I am going to try and look at today is they've got the digital showroom floor. Mm. Yes. I haven't had a look at that yet, so I'm going to have a yeah. bit of a look around look, that. It's yeah, cool I scroll through. Yeah. It's cool. I was like, why can't they just do this all the time? And then um, I was like, well, it wouldn't be special then. Mm. And it would also probably end up being a mess. Like the fact that it's curated and it's kind of organized yeah. is, is good. So, but, but it is neat, yeah, to be able to click through and- I know yeah. I spent a lot of money on merch. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do have a reason for it though. I bought some too. I, What's your reasoning? Bit silly is normally with a big festival or something. If they miss like one year for whatever reason, it never comes back. Sure. Like, and I was mm. actually a bit worried about packs, like not going ahead this year because they don't mm-hmm. make a lot of profit. There's not money in this. Sure. So, so they're missing out once it means it might never come back. So I have gone a bit crazy with merch and brought jackets and tracksuit pants <laughs> and pins and. <laughs> I spent more I was money. Tracksuit pants because I'm like I want to watch packs in packs tracksuit in like those those <laughs> yeah. pants are really comfy. But I was like, that's stupid. I already have pants that I'm wearing. Yeah, I got them and yeah, <laughs> I got some t-shirts and I got I bought the badges. Mm. Yeah, I got a lot you of badges. The, yeah, just because add to the collection. Yeah, uh, which is exactly why they made them. <laughs> um, God, pins are a rot, aren't they? Mm. <laughs> Like they sell them for fifteen to thirty dollars each. I and fucking they love cost those three bucks. Pins. They remind me of the, ones- the things you buy in THX eleven thirty eight, that old science fiction movie, where they <laughs> yeah. keep consumerism going by just selling you these geometric objects that you buy for the joy of buying and then take home and incinerate immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, because I do have a place to put pins now. Like a pin cushion? In years past, I used to- No, no, I've got like corkboard (laughs) that I have on my wall that I put pins on. But years come past, I'd buy pins and then I'd put them on the lanyard and then that's it. Mm. They just go away in a drawer and I'd never see them again. But now- You need to get yourself a denim jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Next time we're in Paris. Mm. I want to find- Have you seen the Retina uh, Mike and Jerry pins? I may have ordered them. Did you? Oh, man. Have you seen these, Dan? No, I haven't. You want to paste them in? I'm trying to find a good picture of them. Because Jerry was talking about them last year. Oh, not last year. It was PAX East, which was this year. And that's what picture like, of the- I've purchased them. They're $15 each US. <laughs> Let me find them on the store. Uh, yeah, I've got it right here. Let me get okay, to chat. Perfect. Down on the segments. Perfect. There we there go. There we go. Oh, yeah, Retina Gabe and Retina Tycho. Jerry was talking about how um, they, they had <laughs> discussed it. And then Mike was like, here, I drew them. And Jerry was like, this is what you think I look like? <laughs> <laughs> They're, They're so disgusting. They amazing. Wow. <laughs> they look but, like old-timey racist caricatures. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. So I think we all watched one of the panels today. We all yes. watched the Sid Meier one, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We yeah. didn't talk to each other while we were watching it, yes. which I thought about doing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would have been nice. I did. Yeah. I watched it while I was making dinner. 
<laughs> it was a bit weird, though. You think they would have gone over some ground rules about what they can discuss, whereas the first question he asked is like, what are you working at the moment? He's gone, can't talk about it. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, it's funny. Also, I did. I got worried at one point because he, like Sid, mentioned XCOM, and then the guy looked like he was going to go on a tangent about XCOM. I'm like, I don't think Sid Meier made XCOM. <laughs> so <laughs> talked about XCOM for a long time. Yeah, Probably, that was weird. Mm. But I mean, it was interesting. But I, I was just like, ooh, does does he not know that that's not a Sid Meier game? Yeah. What do you think of The Witcher 3, Sid? Yeah. Mind <laughs> you. Because it's I my would, favourite game. I would play the shit out of whatever dinosaur game Sid was trying to make in the 90s that he couldn't get off the ground. Yeah. Yeah, what a creative dude. Mm. Like, And he, he sort of did all of that. A lot of the stuff he did was when games weren't that big. Right. Well, like, that's what he was saying. Civ yeah. was, should have failed because everyone was like, no one wants to play a game like Civilization. Mm. And he was like, I think, I think they might. <laughs> yeah. They certainly fucking did. Mm-hmm. They're still playing it now. That's right. I uh, I picked up a game on the Epic Games Store the other day called Old World, which is one mm. of the one of the game designers from Civ Four and Five, but not of Six. Uh, who, <laughs> the ones you like, who hated Six as much <laughs> as I did, who went and, right. and has now made his own, which is I mean it's it's basically a it's, Civ clone. It but is. It's, uh, I'm looking at pictures of it now, and I'm just it, <laughs> yeah. But you, it's it's historically accurate, so you don't play leaders who didn't. Like, you know, if you play Genghis Khan, for example, you play him right up until the mm. modern era. This doesn't do that. You only play people within their time period. So, and Gandhi's it's only- not going to be nuking you. Correct. It's only up until the ancient world anyway. So, I think you this you looks- stop after the late Bronze Age collapse or something like that. This but it's really cool. Yeah, it looks great, right? I haven't- uh, I put it on and just kind of played around, but I haven't had a proper game of it yet. But I'm really looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah, this looks really cool. Mm. I will not buy it because I will not play it. Yeah, it's full. <laughs> it's pretty much full price too, so you've got to really want yeah. it. I uh, watched the Gearbox panel. How was that uh, one? Because that one was on when I was working or asleep. One of those two. Yeah. Yeah, or the timing's both. on it are interesting. The timing is, yeah. They do have some stuff for Australia, like, but not yeah, a lot. Yeah, the show's basically 24 hours. I was surprised. I'll be honest. They had more for mm. Australia than I was expecting them to. Yeah. Mm. Well, it is so big in Australia. Mm. Yeah. And it's fucking nine days of this stuff. It's, there's a lot yeah. of stuff to, to watch. Oh, man. So how's um, the epic stuff, one? I've, I've, I've put a bunch of stuff in my calendar to, like, mm. yeah, yeah. remind Same. me to yeah. tune into. So the, the Gearbox panel was good. It was different because not, I, like their panel is always really entertaining because, you know, Randy does magic tricks and, and it's always like a big kind of almost like a, a show. Yeah. Um, so this was a little different. It was still good. They had, you know, like a little sketch that they did with the voice actors like they usually do and- they announced the Bunkers and Badasses actual tabletop role-playing game, um, which is interesting. And other than that, though, it was kind of like, oh, yeah, it's Borderlands 3 again. More Borderlands well, 3 well, thing is, cool. I like, I like Borderlands 3. I like Borderlands. Cool. But the game, they, they didn't really, they, could they announce anything? Because, like, the last DLC just, just came out, so it's not even I don't think new. they announced anything in particular for Borderlands 3, unless I- Missed it. <laughs> I don't think so. The one thing that they showed, because they do publishing as well, there's a, a a game called Tribes of Midgard coming out that looks really interesting where you are a, you, you're the leader of a village at the beginning of Ragnarok guarding the world tree and you have to 
it's it, they said it's like a new genre. Um, it's like actually I think they're like a Norwegian <clears throat> company. He sounds sounded Norwegian, mm-hmm. um, the developer. And then during the day, you go out and fetch resources and and kind of build. And then at night, um, monsters come and attack the village. And then every couple of days, a giant or or Jotun, um, is that what they're called, comes and attacks. Did they say that was a new genre? Because they've yes. tried to make that game in the past. It was I called s- Fortnite. <laughs> Fortnite was okay. originally that. You go out really? during the day, you gather resources to build up your fortification for when you're attacked at night. That okay. was the original yeah, I'm gonna, idea I'll for stop Fortnite. you there, Luke. It's called Keys to Marimon, and it came out in the 1990s, and it was fantastic. <laughs> All right, and you spent the day yeah. boosting up all the all the stuff around town and fortifications because at night monsters came. Hey, don't come at me. Epic's the one saying also, it's a new genre. Also, that's Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking at this now, Matt. This looks fucking it looks great. great, right? I'll put the yeah, shit exactly. out of this. I love the art style too. This looks great. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. So whatever with his, you know, new genre thing, that's fine. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. It looks, it looks cool. I would I, I fucking I, I play old genre shit. Just don't make claims like that. Just say, hey, check out this <laughs> yes. game. That, that, they may it. not have. It may have been Matt just said that. <laughs> no, 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 no. He said, and look, like I said, I'm not taking the fist. Like it, it, he said, it, it's hard to describe in in short word like sentences what the game is because it. It's a it's a new genre, Matt. You described it perfectly well, okay. But not so in. We need not, to let it I, I, but I couldn't just say, oh, you know, it's a first person shooter. Uh, I think that's what he was getting at. Yeah, is that like it's not a real time strategy game. Like, like it's it's a number of things combined. I think that's mm. what he meant. But it looks great. That Speaking was of Fortnite, of uh, Luke, I had the privilege today of being on a um, on a call with Huey while she was sitting next to uh, our nephew who was playing Fortnite. Not on an Apple phone. No, not on, not on a phone call. <laughs> and um, was uh, explaining to her uh, what Fortnite was. Oh. And, and her mm-hmm. just not understanding. <laughs> I still- There's an I've, update on that. I've played Fortnite once. Mm-hmm. Same. I won. I got the- <laughs> I didn't make it through. I was like, I don't care. Got the victory <laughs> and then just uninstalled because- yeah. I don't like well, Ben's it. Uh, Ben's nine or ten years old. I almost considered asking him onto the podcast so he could explain the appeal of it to us. But <laughs> I that think could be funny. I think we're just the wrong age demographic for it. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. you never know. Regarding Fortnite on Apple, uh, Epic sued Apple, and they're trying mm-hmm. to get a judge to force Apple to put it back on the store, which I think is very funny. <laughs> <laughs> just because why? Is it, I don't understand how a judge would do that. Because the last judge already said, you, this is your fault. You, yeah. It, it could mm. go back on the store. They've told you what you've got to do to get it back on the store. So now they're trying to sue to say, no, we want to put it on there our way. And then Apple is now countersuing them, I guess, because that's how fucking- That's how it works. works. <laughs> and they're saying that uh, Epic in, uh, engaged in subterfuge to it- uh, steal money from Apple. It's like, if- oh my God. See, I, I sort of- I understand what Epic's trying to do because the thirty percent is a bit. That's just a rule sure. that was made, but sure. the, the, they take twelve percent. Well, what if I'm a developer who wants to sell my game on their store and I go, I don't want to pay you twelve, I want to pay you eight. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's right. But I don't get the, I don't get this whole like suing someone back. Like what 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 do they call? Yeah. What, what did you just say? What's the countersuing phrase you just used? 
countersuing, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. that's basically just saying, well, I'm going to sue you for suing me. Yeah. No, but that's how it's... Like, they're using this lawsuit to try to extort money. It's so bizarre. It's like when, um, when like, with the, you know, like, if, if I made a game called um, Fortnite, and it was just <laughs> <laughs> the same game, but everybody was called Nate. And then, yeah. and then they, like, they would We could do that. We've got me. a listener called Nate. That's yes, right. We do. So it's just, yeah, exactly. It's literally just Nate. Uh, you always play as Nate, but it's Fortnite. Yeah. They would have Still to got me. all the dancers, all the dancers that are in Fortnite, but it's <laughs> Nate's right. It's just performed by Nate. But they would oh. have to sue me, and I would have to counter sue if I wanted mm. to continue to make it. But, like, but the, like the even other, if. The other thing like, I'm finding very weird about Epic doing all of this is. Because they're going like Apple's got the monopoly or this and it's unfair and all this. But then they go out and then they pay people to have it exclusive on their game store so they have the monopoly for selling that game, which is... Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, though, because, I mean, I've always come down on the side of Apple on this one. Like, it's their platform. Pay what they ask or fuck off. Like, they're your choices and you're well within your rights. But then again, this does kind of remind me of the early days of cinema where the studios Mm. owned the cinemas as well. Mm -hmm. So you're like, you you would go and see a movie at a Paramount Pictures theatre. Yep. That would play Paramount Pictures for free and would play a, you know, a 20th Century Fox if it wanted to and for a massive price. And now that's illegal. You're not allowed to own the product and the distribution. But Apple own the the device you're watching it on, the operating yes. system that powers that <laughs> yeah. device, and the, the content. Store. Yeah. So yeah. maybe it is well, a monopoly. I, uh, yeah, well, I guess we'll see. And, it, it, I mean, this is the only way with Epic apparently seems to think this is the only way to, to get them to budge on it. So, But we'll yeah, look up. One thing I'm looking at here just before we move on is... Mm-hmm. Is it Fortnite? So on, on, I've just set up the website. Oh yeah. That's all on I'm thinking Steam, about now. <laughs> on Steam, which takes a 30% cut, yes. it's forty nine ninety five. On Epic Store, mm-hmm. it is also forty nine ninety five. Yeah. So, I don't know. It seems like the, the savings aren't exactly being passed on at all. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like going, who, yeah, you, who you want to tip? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, well I, I, I want to tip the, Apple. The developer so. gets more money. The, the developer gets more money. I think that's the the goal. Mm. Yeah. They don't but, care about not, not, not you. <laughs> yeah, but if you're going to do it, you com. think you maybe knock the, knock the price <laughs> down a little bit because that way everyone wins. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's all. I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, a- sorry, they did announce a Borderlands 3 thing and I completely forgot about it. And it's, it's relevant to what we were talking about before, so I'm an idiot. Uh, Borderlands <laughs> 3 gets free next-gen upgrade. Oh, which, yes. To be honest, when they announced that, I was like, oh, I it- didn't realize every game wasn't just doing that now. Like- um, well, there's one game that's actually not. Have Go you on. heard Is about Control? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Control, 505, the publisher have gone and gone, we can't upgrade for free it's just not possible but if you buy this ultimate version we've just released you will get upgraded and it didn't just the other day they accidentally upgraded people who didn't have that version yes 
Because they yeah. actually they went out of their way to say, look, it's not possible for us to give you a free upgrade <laughs> if you already own yeah. the game. It's just not – it doesn't work at all. We've looked into it. It can't happen. And yeah, then you're going to have to give went, us more money. It went and upgraded <laughs> everyone on PlayStation, and then they went, oh, and then they reversed it. They so it's possible. <laughs> we, but, had to, we had to – it was impossible. It happened. We had to reverse it before the universe imploded. Yeah. It Everybody cost us relax. so much money to un-upgrade you all. Uh, yeah. That now now the price has gone up. up. The bad yeah. thing is, I really hope it's not Remedy. It was overdrawn. It was it was very desperate. Measure. I really hope it's not Remedy that's doing it. Remedy's the developer and five yeah, five like the And I I don't want Remedy. To, I don't want to look at Remedy and think they're evil. Yeah, they're they the made like Max Payne and yeah, Alan Wake, Alan Wake, and so many good games. I don't want them to be evil. So I'm hoping it's just the publisher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as the publisher's evil, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're used, used to that. that. We know they're evil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll now let Dan speak. I'm sorry. No, I was I just going to talk about other uh, other lawsuit follow-up that we've got this week. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Which is our old friend Kanye West, um, <laughs> who is now he suing. He, was, he is suing uh, the state of Ohio for um, mm-hmm. not allowing him on their presidential ballot. Um, I thought he withdrew. He didn't withdraw. He was. <laughs> oh, uh, he forgot rejected. to fill in the paperwork. <laughs> is it just Ohio that's not letting him? Why is he picking on Ohio in um, particular? I, look, I don't know how American <laughs> politics work. I don't either. I don't he, either. I will live he here. He managed to get on the ballot of twelve states in the USA. Okay, sure. Um, <laughs> I think I America's one of those weird places. Because that, they were like, fuck it, whatever. Well, like, fine, fine. <laughs> yes. um, Ohio wouldn't allow it, or I mm. think just because he didn't fill in the paperwork, as you rightly pointed out. I think out, there's, <laughs> also, there's also a date where you're evidently meant it. to have had it submitted yeah. by. I think it was And that. I think he announced a l- after a lot of states had closed. Yeah. But he then sued. Um, he right. sued the court, the state court of Ohio um, for freedom of speech. Uh, okay. Uh, well, what's what's it when you when you infringe on somebody's rights? What's that called? No, I mean constitutional, just, whatever the fuck. Oh, oh uh, it's constitutional right to run for president. Yeah, yeah. He said basically late. they've silenced him. <laughs> um, okay, and uh, so it went to the Supreme Court, who ruled today um, unanimously. I might add that um, <laughs> Kanye no. cannot sue them and force <laughs> them to put him on the presidential uh, ballot. Fucking hell! Um, I think in America. You can actually just write a name on the ballot, and that actually counts. So, if enough people were to go and just write a name on there, that you can get ele- you can win without actually registering, which well, is that's, crazy. That sounds like my- something that that America would do. But I also feel I would have heard of that through Stephen Colbert trying to get his own name sure. put on there. If that was actually <laughs> something that could happen, I imagine the problem with that. He probably wouldn't do that though, because you. Could really fuck up the election if everybody votes for somebody who's not going to win. Because mm. mm. the other one of the bigger problems here, as I understand it, is that you don't have to vote. No, mm. so uh, and um, you can actually if you if you go to prison, you lose your right to vote, and you don't yeah, have if you're to felon, any felony. You're yep. uh, you're not allowed wow. to vote anymore. Mm. And so the thing is, like when you look at because I kind of have to remember that because when you look at the numbers and you, and you go, wow, so many. Everybody picked this candidate. No. No. <laughs> a lot of people, people could be bothered to vote. A lot of mm. people were just like, I don't like any of these people. I'm not I'm just fuck off. I'm See, in Australia you have to vote. They will even set up polling booths in yeah. jail so people can do mm. can vote. 
And it's also Man, very limited to who shit. you can vote for. I didn't know you could write someone on. I'm going to start up hashtag vote for yourself. And I'm going to try to get 50 million <laughs> Americans to just write their own name on. <laughs> I was going to say, if I get my citizenship in time, looks like Luke Olderson's running for president. Yeah. Yes. I'd be a great president. <laughs> they manage that shit really well in Australia. When I moved here, within months, I got a letter from the government saying, you moved to America, we're removing you from the electoral roll. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fucking hell. I was planning to vote remotely, but all right, whatever. Hmm. I think it's because you ticked that box that you weren't coming back. <laughs> it's because I did this yeah. when I left. It's <laughs> called the see you later Fuck counts you. box. <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. No, I think I the- they did that so because if you don't vote and you, you get fined. Yeah. So you if you get fined. Fine. And the last Come time I was me. in Australia, I went to renew my license and they're like, oh, you've, um, you've actually lost your license, sir. And I was mm-hmm. like, I haven't. I haven't driven in over five years. I've not been in the country. And they're like, oh, no, no, you lost it because you didn't vote in the last election. I'm like, well, I didn't know there was an election because of the aforementioned not being in the country. <laughs> that, that's not their problem. That's yours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. So I can see in here someone just finished, has been watching a television show. Mm. I've just finished watching this television show and I'm interested to see what this person thinks. Raised by Wolves. So I haven't quite finished yet. In fact, I'm only three or four episodes in and I only started this morning. But it I, builds. I think I like it. It's interesting. It's different to what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I got a shock. It took me a couple of episodes to really get into it, but towards the end I'm like, it's really good because you get – I think you understand more of the world each time okay, an yeah. episode happens, like about the past and where they're coming from. Mm. So the whole premise is Earth's been screwed up and there's these two robots, androids, they're trying to raise children. Mm-hmm. In a nutshell, that's basically what it is. It is, and it's actually very domestic for a science fiction. <laughs> it's, not, it's less science fiction. <laughs> I, I would call this more space fantasy, mm. but it's... um. Mm. It's certainly focused on family values and, and it just it is. It's about these two androids trying to, uh, although it's, it's Ridley Scott, so I'm, I'm often tempted to call them replicants as well. Um, yes. they, are, they are full <laughs> sure. of milk. But uh, <laughs> no, I like milk. this. It, it, it's, it's bizarre too. It's, the tone of it is really odd because at times it verges on the camp and mm-hmm. also it's, it's got a lot of kids in it, so it's got a lot of child actors, mm. which always great against me just a little bit and the lead kid is Australian and I just can't, <laughs> I can't accept Australia. I stopped watching Picard once there was an Australian kid in it. I just couldn't do yeah. it anymore. Um, it just takes me out of it. But, but uh, I'm going to be very interested to see what you think next week because, okay. as I said, the series builds and mm. it starts to change tone a little bit as it progresses. Okay, interesting, interesting. Mm. And I do, it, it almost reminds me of those old, 70s sci-fi movies and even the sci-fi novellas from the 70s, the paperback sci-fi novels with the great art on the covers that, you know, that you find in secondhand bookshop. It's it's that kind of like high concept sci-fi. And yeah, I do like it. There's a couple of things that are holding me back from just straight out saying I love it, but I I, I do really Mm -hmm. like it. Uh, For some reason I get like a tone of like Logan's Run. Logan's Run is constantly what I think about. Constantly. Mm. And I don't know yeah, why, right. because it's actually, it's not similar in any tangible way. <laughs> no, but, but, just but it be, feels yes. like it should be classified with that as well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Or even well, that great parody of um, 
a 70s sci-fi on the family guy. Have you seen that where we now return oh, yeah, to, yeah. I mean, that I want to watch that movie. You know what I mean? That, that was great. <laughs> sure. Well, I haven't seen this show because it's on HBO Max, uh, which I don't have because mm. they changed everything and <laughs> to make me pay for things again. Mm-hmm. Um, except clearly I think HBO listens to this podcast because I've said that a few times now and I've been getting emails from them saying, how about a discount for the first year? <laughs> oh, uh, first so- year. Yeah, so maybe I'll, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll have HBO Max shortly yeah. and I can watch it. Well, shout out to listener Gordon for uh, giving me his login to um, Foxtel binge? Now. Ah. Oh, Foxtel <laughs> Now. I watched it on Binge. I've looked at Binge, Luke, uh, on your recommendation, and I must say I'm tempted. I am mm. tempted. Isn't Binge I, a bunch of reality TV shows? I've done no, some cursory research. It's, no, It's Foxtel's online Netflix. Oh, all right. But I keep forgetting it's there. <laughs> and then I yeah. just log in. That's like Disney Plus for me. I'm yeah. for Disney Plus and I keep forgetting it even exists. The stuff I want to watch on there, like the well, the Jeff Goldblum show, I forget about it. There's something I want to watch on there in about six weeks. I've got Disney Plus yeah. now, actually. We're, we're, we've said this just, before. We're not the target audience for Disney Plus. There's a few good things on there. Yeah, and you know, do you guys remember the magical world of Disney where, like, on Sunday nights there was always, like, a live-action Disney movie? No, I do not. Yeah, it was, a, it was a lineup. I think it was on Channel 7 and it was called The Magical World of Disney and basically 6.30 Sunday night there was, like, a two-hour one-off. Mm. And I've, I've been trying to remember the names of some of those that I watched as a kid because I, I loved those. They'd, and uh, And they'd probably be on there. Yeah, I would say so, right? Hmm. I just remembered that there's a documentary series on Disney Plus that I was watching and I forgot to finish about the creation of Disneyland. Oh, that sounds interesting. Oh, about how when it opened, they had to decide between toilets and drinking water and the, the parking <laughs> lot was, they'd only laid the tar that day, so people were yes. melting. And there's a lot yes, of stuff yes. like that, yeah. What about but the they really really level acres and acres of Orange Orchard in order to build it? Yeah. I remember It was actually, it was interesting. People and very emotional too because tickets because they were so yeah. easy to counterfeit. So, and then there was a, just a guy who had a ladder who was charging people like five bucks to climb the ladder <laughs> to just go the into the park. And <laughs> <laughs> but there was it's a bit where they're talking to the these are the you know they're old men now who were involved. At, well, sorry, old men and women um, who were involved in the creation of the park and working with Walt and everything like that. And then they talk about how uh, he because he died before Disney World ever mm. got to open. And then just seeing how emotional these people get talking about him. You know, he never got to see it. Oh, oh wow. He would have. He just would have loved it so I mean, much. He, yeah, also, he really- also didn't get to see Euro Disney, but they're not crying about that, are they? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He also never saw the Nazi party rise to power, but, uh, you know. I will admit. <laughs> I'm sure he was upset about that too. <laughs> he saw a fair Euro- bit of that. He, he, got, he saw where his money went. <laughs> Euro Disney is the worst Disney. Yeah, it really. Yeah, is. I agree. It really is. They yeah. just—they don't have that thing where in America. Uh, oh, I've, I've only been to the American ones and the Euro one, but in the US ones, everybody's like part of, part of the conceit is that it's a magical place and everyone's nice. Mm-hmm. In Paris, <laughs> it's just Paris. You know, yeah, that's right. Off, they mate. don't. They don't subscribe to that in France, man. Yeah, no. <laughs> Mind you, they don't subscribe to that in Japan either. And Tokyo Disney is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Right. To- Tokyo Disney was a great place to go. They were in really fact, nice there. Hong Kong Disney is one of my favourites. Yep. It's the smallest of them all, but there's just it's got the magic that the Anaheim mm. one has. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, the, the Paris one lacks. But the Paris one, yeah, I'm yeah. never going back to that one. 
<laughs> That's a lie. If I'm back over there, I probably yeah, will. It's just, yeah, you will. It's just too French. No, guys, <laughs> next time, park Asterix. That's what we're going yes. to go to next time. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Go see some goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drink some magic potion. Wink. <laughs> Wink. I think Luke did that when we were, whenever we went in, in Europe. <laughs> yeah. That's what well, he calls we got, gin. We got hammered. Magic potion. We got hammered at Disneyland right because we went to the fucking cantina in the Star Wars mm. land. And, um, yeah. and we were there at like 10 a.m. It was the earliest I've ever been that drunk. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it, really, the difference, it tempered the whole the day difference, of Disneyland. The big difference when Luke and I were oh. the first time we went to Disney and Universal, the big difference between Universal and Disney was at Disney, if you want to have a drink, you go to a spot and you have your drink and then and then you're done. And universally, yep. you just walk around and drink beer. Mm-hmm. Can you? The tone, the, yeah. the tone was very different wow. <laughs> that day. I remember the day also, we went to uh, Universal with a former host of this podcast, just sitting with his head in his hands, screaming <laughs> yeah. like a stuck pig. <laughs> yep. I remember going to Disneyland that first time and just being so hungover. Yeah. Were you so also wearing hungover. your trench coat at this point? No, yeah, I hadn't purchased no. it by then. That was Disney World. Right? Yes, trench coat. Oh, and Walt Disney. Walt Disney never got to see you hanging around with your <laughs> trench coat at Disney World. <laughs> hanging around Ariel's Grotto while Matt was digging in a, yeah. in a garden. Yeah, and right. the, woman the going, security guard. Are you security okay? Guard came twice. <laughs> First time they said your eyes, yeah, lost something. Second time they came over and said you need to stop you doing stop whatever doing. you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, mate. We should cl- maybe we should clarify that for the listeners. Uh, there was a co- Jenna did a scavenger hunt for us, and there was a coin hidden coins hidden in a few spots at Disney, uh, mm-hmm. all of which were missing because they cleaned that place too thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was looking seconds after she buried it; they would have been over there. <laughs> yeah, I was looking for one in a garden, and uh, for some reason, I, I don't know why I didn't just tell them what I was doing, but I made up a <laughs> lie. I said that I dropped a ring or something stupid that was like. As soon as they left the first time, I was like, why did I say that? <laughs> yep. Like, now and, I look and, really suspicious. And uh, you you were digging. Yeah, they're like, show us. Uh, and yeah, you're we're like, we're- oh, it's a cock ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't show you it. I lost it. <laughs> I'm looking for it. Yeah. And then, because then I was like, what happens if I find the coin? I'm like, yeah. oh, I got it. And Maybe he's like, that's not coin. a ring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, I should have just told him it was a coin. And if you had to explain, they'd probably gone, look, we replanted this a week ago like this. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know why I lied. I, I panicked. <laughs> and they're like, you're not and- with that guy in the trench coat, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luke was convinced we were going to get arrested by yep. the Disney police. You probably were. Seconds yeah. away from it. Yeah, if that had come over the third time, we would yeah. be in Disney jail. <laughs> the happiest jail on earth. <laughs> We've only got Rece- one more Disney receiving the to. happiest sodomy on earth. Was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shanghai, got- Luke? Yeah, Shanghai is the last Disneyland I need to go to. Then I've mm-hmm. been to them all. I think there's also an unofficial, uh, unauthorized Disneyland somewhere else in China as well. Uh, if you want to, if you want to nail that one too, it's called Dinzyland. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Mm. If you like Dinzyland, am I? Can I interest you in Fortnite? <laughs> I'd play it. Look, the boys. Of- yeah. Oh, go on. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was going to talk about telly. 
So this isn't the boys about the gang rape that happened in Sydney's West years ago, is it? It's a different I don't the think boys. So, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean I haven't seen this show, but I don't think it's about that from what I understand of it. You were going to watch this, weren't you, Dan? Have I you, was, you, I'm not now. Uh, well, Why? Because they because they switched to weekly? Yeah, fuck that. So people are real mad about the fact that so the boys is a show about superheroes, but it's like brutal. I think you you said it was described as if Zack Snyder didn't have notes mm-hmm. on his films. Yeah, uh, and then people were loving it, but now they've switched to releasing the episodes weekly, and so uh, people have been engaged in the time honored tradition of review bombing. Which fucking <laughs> <laughs> angry. They are so that we, angry. We think that's talking- a really great way to comment on uh, on something that's unrelated to the quality of the show. Yeah. I was talking to Aaron about like weekly episodes on save file and i actually think it's a good thing yeah i don't mind having it. weekly because you still once it's released you can still watch whenever you're not you don't have to watch at actual time but i find i pay more mm. attention to a show when it's one episode if imagine I'm that was the watching, case though imagine you you still had to wait a week no matter when they were all out but if you watched episode one it would count down one-, one week until you watched episode two. <laughs> I don't think that's crazy because when you binge watch like three, four episodes, by the second episode you're on your phone, the third, and you're just you're not paying attention. But week to week, I think that might have something to do with the quality of the show. Maybe it deserves to be review bombed <laughs> if that's the case. No, um, but I'm saying like you you tend to pay more. I think you pay more attention if you're just giving that one hour of time to a show instead of like yeah. four hours and then you get distracted by other things while you're watching. And- there is something to be I- said about that. But, I mean, I, it's, mm. maybe it's not a good example either, but, Matt, when, when we were still enthusiastic about Game of Thrones, like there was sure. just something about that one day a week where you could watch it. Well, there was also you watched it that one and then you talk about it. But if yeah. you're binge watching, someone's on four episodes in front. Yeah. you don't have you're not experiencing it together, and I think that's why people need to stop just review bombing for silly shit like this. Yeah, I agree with that. Also I think my, my capacity for binge watching things, I think, is lesser than other people's as well. Mm. Because some, I know some people who oh, I watch the whole season of something in a day, and I'm like, I don't think I could do that. Like. I'll watch I a think, few episodes. I think they then, sat through like, an entire season. I don't think they watched an entire yeah, season. I, would, I, I, need, I need a break. I need to go do something else. But I think that's mm. just my personality. But, yeah, yeah, don't review bomb stuff. So, yeah, the boys, uh, the, the, the creator came out and said, it's a shame that um, people have chosen to do this to something that they we thought they were enjoying. The reason they're mad <laughs> is because they like it and they now like they're saying it's shit. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yeah. bizarre. Like, it really is a weird thing to do. That's not what reviews are for. No. Yeah. It's like it don't you can't it's like they're punishing them. Like it's 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 a yeah, it's a weird phenomenon. But I guess it's the only pressure they can apply, I guess. Yeah. Like I guess. It's like like a form of protest. No, but you but- can't you can't you can't criticize the delivery method of a show by giving the show a bad review. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because all I you're agree. doing then is is ensuring that you won't get a third season to this show that you supposedly mm-hmm. like so much. Yeah, well, it's it's, uh, it's a bizarre uh, way to do it. And then the other stupid thing about this, they'll go in, they'll review bomber, but they'll keep watching it though. It's yeah. not like they will stop either. It's like people who come out and go, like when you see cyberpunk being delayed and stuff, people come out, oh, this is ridiculous, and they go on a rant yeah. and tell people they should yeah. kill themselves. They're still going to play the game when it comes out. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. if Luke if Luke was mad that angry. he had to wait 
he had to wait two months for the Xbox. So he went and burnt down the Xbox factory. Yeah. Like, that'll yeah. show him. Well, yeah. now you're never getting one. Yeah. And bought a PlayStation. <laughs> and then pissed on it. <laughs> destroyed that as well. Yeah. Um, no, I think we just need to find a way that people can voice that they're upset. There's a way yeah, there to do it. It's called Twitter. Just uh, fucking say oh, what you got to say. Yeah, but it's really hard to get heard over all the other people complaining on Twitter about things. <laughs> yeah, but if you're all complaining about the same thing, just jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. That's true. Look, I am going to watch the boys. I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty keen to check this out. Maybe I'll have a look for next week. Mm. I did watch something else this week I want to talk about, but first I want to talk about something I haven't watched yet. I want to talk mm-hmm. about a program that's now become the lowest rating of all of Netflix original programs ever. Um, oh. It's called Cuties. Um, oh. And it mm. is a film which criticises the culture of sexualizing uh, young teens. Um, mm-hmm. But a whole lot of people just saw the poster and decided to cancel, I'm doing air quotes, in other words, uh. boycott, uh, this because uh, they thought it probably would sexualise young teens, uh, which is the exact opposite <laughs> of uh, what it sets out to do. Right. And they succeeded in pretty much ruining this uh, by having it rate so low. Um, of course, I haven't watched it, so yep. they don't actually know the content. They just decided what it was ahead of time. Uh, the mm. filmmakers are just shaking their heads in utter dismay. Uh, but what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, to be honest, the only stuff that I've seen about this has been uh, links to websites. That, where there's a lot of, I forget the name of it. There's one in particular, it's like a Christian movie review website and it always makes me laugh because they give them ratings just based on how- How, how Christian many, they are. Uh, yeah, exactly. How many, uh, how many evil or satanic things are in a film, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff makes me laugh. Um, and then this one obviously got torn to shreds because it was like camera, you know, zooms in on adolescent girls' boobs or something weird like that. And it's so I, that, that's all I knew about it. So I was mm. like, what is this? What is this movie? So, but you're telling me that it's it's a critique of that kind yeah. of behavior. Yeah. The, the filmmakers are 100% aware of this phenomenon. And that is yeah, the right. point of the movie. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It, it reminds me a, a lot of. There's a great interview, a talk show interview with the Monty Python guys, and mm. I think the Archbishop of Canterbury or some of or somebody like high up in the in the Anglican Church criticizing the mm. life of Brian, and right. and he keeps making these criticisms, and they're like, no, 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 hold on, have you watched it? It doesn't do that. And he's like, no, of course. Right. Why would I watch it? It's an anti-religious film. And they're like, no, hold yeah. on. If you did watch it, you'll find it's not an anti-religious film. And you know, so <laughs> right. you say this about Jesus. And they're like, we don't mention Jesus. <laughs> Please, right. he's, if he's you not just it. watch the movie <laughs> yeah. before you criticize it. Yeah. No, Twitter. Twitter said it's bad. Mm. Well, not <laughs> yeah, in that case, right. but in this case. Yeah. <laughs> lowest, lowest rated movie. Uh, on Netflix, yeah. Is it good? Have you watched it? I haven't watched it, but I will for next week. I'm going to try. It. I'm going to. I'll yeah. give it a go. Yeah. yeah. Something I did watch this week, though, um, that I wanted to watch a while back, and uh, I've only just gotten into the whole Amazon Prime thing, so it's only just become available to me. I watched the mm-hmm. second season of The Terror. Mm. So The Terror, the Terror is another Ridley Scott produced series. Each. Season is a completely separate story. Um, they take real historical events and add a supernatural element to it. 
So uh, season one is about uh, is about the the ship the Terror, hence the name, that was trying to find yeah. the Northwest Passage um, around the North Pole uh, back in the age of exploration, but with a monster yeah. in it as well. And it's very good, very high quality historical drama, but also with like supernatural horror. Second right. season is a similar thing, but it's set during the Japanese internment camps in America during World War Two. Right. Um, it stars George Takei, uh, oh. amongst other huh. people, who was actually oh in one of those camps when he was a kid. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, this is less of a horror and more of a dark fantasy, um, but I still still really enjoyed it and very very worth taking a look at. Yeah, right. I, I'm surprised I haven't seen this. I guess. Uh, and you Matt, you would fucking that. love the first season. That's why I just looked at it. And I'm like, fuck, this looks awesome. Yeah, so it's, it's next level good. Yeah, right. Mm. I won't try and watch this for next week. You just reminded me, we mentioned George Decay. I just on a, a YouTube uh, rat hole the other day, I saw a clip of uh, William Shatner. Because I was looking at he's got that awful new show. I think it's new. Where he's talking about paranormal stuff. It's terrible. No, um, does he? Yeah, where he's like entertaining the idea that these things are like, uh, is the suicide forest in Japan actually like some sort of magical thing? And it's it's like, no, Bill, it's not. Um, it's just because it's a everyone knows about it. So yes, yeah, yeah. A psychological. It's like thing. the gap anyway. in Sydney. It's, it's right. high up. There's nothing magical about it. It's just a really yeah. high up spot that's real good for jumping off. Yeah. So. Anyway, so I was looking up stuff like that, and I got led to this video that was like it was it was William Shatner talks about um, George Takei because you know they've had a feud, oh yeah, right. And so it's a live Q and A, and then someone asked him about it, and then <laughs> William Shatner's like, "I can be honest with you, I don't know George Takei. I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> he, we filmed a TV show fifty years ago. I bumped into him a couple of times on set. We were barely together. Like it's a TV show. We're not." sitting around chatting to each other. I had shit I was doing. I'm learning my lines. I'm, I'm doing my show. I don't know George Takei. <laughs> he says it like 10 times. He goes, and then he's mad that I didn't come to his wedding. Why would I go to his wedding? I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, and then, so, yeah. I mean, he goes, and he goes, why did he want me to come to his wedding? Because I'm Captain Kirk, right? Why would I, why, why do I want to get, go down that road? Like, it was, it was interesting. He did mention that briefly when we went to uh, his talk at Supernova. He said something nonsense about how he always thought that the reason that Takei hated him was because he wanted to be the captain of the Enterprise. Oh, okay. And at one point he was like, we even said, get your own spin-off show where you can have your own ship and it's fucking Sulu goes on adventures. Uh, but that yeah. just wasn't good enough for him. <laughs> but I, I sincerely doubt that that's the reason. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it was just interesting to hear him say, and I was like, you know what? Actually, does that does make sense? It's like it's not like they were best friends; they no. worked together fifty. But I years put ago. I put it to you, Matt, that they he <laughs> does know he does know he does know he clearly him. knows him. <laughs> How many seasons so, of fucking Star Trek the original series are there? There are three. not a lot. There's only three. Yeah, there are three seasons. three seasons. So that's three that's years. Three years. Worth. Yeah. yeah, and films. Yeah, and all the films. He's met him a couple of times. <laughs> at least they know each other. <laughs> I mean, he goes. He knows Leonard Nimoy very well, but I suppose that's a little different. Sorry, they new were- Leonard Nimoy. May he rest in peace. Oh, forgotten about that. Mm. Oh, we have a geek of the week this week. 
Um, oh, we do. I realise we don't have a lot of female geeks over the week. Hmm. Um, That's true. Great. Diana Betty Rick. White's gone next week then. No, 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 she won't. She'll <laughs> last forever. She's built like a tank. Um, <laughs> if you don't know the name Diana Rigg, you probably know her face. Um, she's yeah. in Game of Thrones. But uh, mm. if you go back, she's the old timey of the Avengers, not the, not the Marvel, the other one. Yep. And uh, she's also um, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. She's the Bond girl. So yeah. um, Bond I like that movie a lot because it's a great like, movie. I like, it's it's very underrated. I liked Lazenby, and I I wish he had been able to do more. Oh, I wish he had not been able to. I wish he, he had mate, sucked it up and, did, and done more. They begged him to do more. Yeah, <laughs> I wish he just sucked it up and done it. But if you, uh, yeah, I love it too, and I think the cinematography and that the, the film craft in that movie is is excellent. There's nothing, it's different to all the others. There's nothing not good about that movie. Yeah, um, it's, it's it's just different. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Mm. And it's the perfect mix of the campy side of Bond and yeah, the serious yeah. side at the same time. Like there's wacky one-liners. He even looks at camera at one point and makes a self-referential <laughs> yeah. comment. But at the same yeah. time, his wife gets murdered. Yes. So, so yeah, Diana Rigg is the only woman married to James Bond mm-hmm. in a film. Yeah, that's right. And then immediately murdered. Because <laughs> they're like, <laughs> nah. We don't want that. Because they, sh- they just improvised the whole film, I guess. And then uh, <laughs> I'm joking. Have you seen the documentary, or it's a docudrama because it's interviews plus recreation scenes about George Lazenby's life and his stint as James Bond? I It popped up the other day, I think probably because Diana Rigg died. Bookmark it. it up. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, it's, it's on Hulu, I think, here. You, honestly, you can't believe this was a real live human being's experience. Um, yeah, right. Of... Life and fame and all of that. He was at Supernova a few years back, and I was disappointed that I didn't go along and just. Mate, he was at Rhode Island Comic Con last year. (laughs) Wait, was he? Yes. No. (laughs) I probably should have gone and seen. You probably walked past him. Mm -hmm. It was either last year or it was. Did one get cancelled this year? Yeah, it did actually. Okay, maybe maybe that's what it was going to be. It was probably the one that was going to be this year then. There's two next year now, two Rhode Island Comic Cons, a summer and a fall one, and they've not announced anybody who's going to be there for either of them. So maybe George Probably. Lazenby. I guess it's hard to lock in celebrities to do something that far There's away. There's a fucking pandemic going on. I don't yeah, exactly. think it I would be hard to, to lock in Lazenby. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I mean, he's not he's not doing a lot. No. Uh, you know what, Matt? It wasn't Rhode Island Comic Con. It was Supernova. I'm just I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, because I know he was at Supernova and because uh, what's he, the guy who played Jaws was there and they had a couple of Bond people. I always love when they, they get, they try and do, they'll get one fairly well-known celebrity and then a bunch of like, pretty much unknown people, but they were in something together. And yes, like, it's semi-related. The reunion. It's yeah. the James Bond reunion. And it's like, oh, this was the cab driver in fucking Skyfall. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, look at him. How's it going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Reunion. I, I do find, find it a bit sad when you do have those people who aren't quite the big stars. You see the big line up for like one celebrity and then they've got the table next to it and it's like no one there. Honestly, yeah. I- I, I, I see guys, and I know, look, people get excited about people just because they were in a movie, but it, 
if I was in a movie and I wasn't the lead and someone said, I'll pay you to come to a con, I don't think I could do it because I don't think I could be yeah. at the booth next to someone real popular. That's right. Because, you know? well, there's there's a, a guy who, I don't know his name, so I, was, I wouldn't name him if I did just, just in case, but he's a local mm-hmm. who was in a bunch of TV shows like The Vampire Diaries and I think The Walking Dead, but not as, you, you would mm-hmm. not recognize this person. Just a character. Mm-hmm. Like a, yeah, exactly right. And he's there. Every year at Rhode Island Comic Con. Every year. And it's and the, the post is like, from you know him from this, you know him from this, you know him from this. I'm like, I don't know him from any of yeah. those things. I know those shows. Yeah. And now I know him because it's like, oh, it's that guy again. Oh, oh no. he, I've made eye contact with him. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's coming over. That's the worst, yeah. Um, in that uh, Greetings from Tromaville documentary that I uh, talked about last week, um, a lot of that was shot at um, various cons and- uh, a lot of people from those, from some of the trauma movies, go to the cons, and yes, I just I think you got to have balls to put yourself out there like that too, you know. Yeah, but like even like you know like Barry Boswick, right? He's an actual celebrity. Yeah, yeah. Like I know who he is. He he's still fucking harassing people because it's like I mean I don't know if anyone wants to talk to Barry Boswick. Yeah, I mean I, look, I know exactly who Barry Boswick is, and I probably wouldn't yeah. line up to talk to him. Especially he tried when to, you ha- you'd have to he pay. He tried to, to pressure us into well. buying a clock that he had made out of old records that he melts into clocks, and he was begging us. He's no. like, "I don't want to put these back in a suitcase and drag them back to Los Angeles. Please buy a clock." Wow! I'm like Barry, I'm not buying a clock. Yeah, <laughs> and especially not to help you out with your fucking yeah. luggage limit. <laughs> I don't want to be having this conversation with you, Barry. <laughs> yeah, right. Every year we go through. We're this. either going to really- talk about the Rocky Horror Picture Show, or yeah. I'm going. My love for the Rocky Horror Picture Show is decreasing rapidly <laughs> as we talk, and you're doing it. Yeah, it is. My love for that film is dwarfed by my hatred yeah. for this conversation. Like, five minutes ago, I thought you were cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So anyway, I got, a, I got some clocks uh, as gifts. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to unload them if anyone wants yeah. one. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.